Good evening, welcome to the 12-man podcast, uh, week two of the new season. Um, got me, Steve Jackson, I'm in the main chair. Um, we've got Mr John Donovan, evening JD. How are you doing? okay. Doing good, we're doing good. Uh, Mr John Cutler, evening John. Evening fellas. And first appearance of the season, we've got Mr Jacob Jervis. Evening, evening. Jacob. Hi. Are we all alright? Yeah, good. Oh, good time. Well, a nut. Right. So, we're going to talk about Saturday, QPR. Um, probably the longest day in the world, but it was a good day out. Um, we'll talk about transfers, because I've, I've got a little bit to say about transfers, um, which links to the game, actually. So, um, uh, we'll preview Barnsley, because we've got Barnsley, obviously, in the, in the Carwell Cup first round whether you care or not. And then, obviously, we'll um, preview the game on Sunday, which all of a sudden turns out to be a big one. So, in Sheffield United, Chrissy Wilder's former team and that is hometown club. So, yeah, plenty to talk about. So, before we start, are we all OK, yeah? Yeah. All good. Yeah. I'm back on the loudspeaker on. Uh, it's not me, mate. <laughs> Tap on it. Are we all good now? There we go. Right. So, <clears throat> wonders of modern technology. Right. So, I don't know about you boys, but my alarm went off at half past five Saturday morning. Probably the earliest Saturday at wake up I've had in a long time. Um, but JD, we spoke about it last week. It was um, it was one we've waited for, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, always always good to get on the road at the start of the season. Uh, yeah, it's a, a decent place to go to. You know, a few good drinking halls around there. The ground itself is. Uh, lens for a, a decent atmosphere from the away fans. So yeah, it was um, yeah, good day. It was. It was a really good day. It was. A, it was a long day. It was a warm day. It was really warm in London. Really warm. Um, gave us a few of us to top our hands up, which was really good. Um, but yeah, it was. A, it was a good day out. Uh, Jacob, uh, were you looking forward to Saturday before it happened? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, up the earliest I've been up in a long time as well, especially with my age, like sleeping in normally. <laughs> exactly. It's, yeah, um, I'm much older than you, and it was the earliest I've been up in a long time. So, um, no, it was, it was good. I was really looking forward to Saturday. The coach was bouncing. It was, um, they say, Denny and Dave. Um, we all thought he was Mac and Dave, and he wasn't. It was Mank Dave. Um, did a good job. They looked after as well, didn't they, John? Say, say that again, Steve, we didn't hear you. I said the drivers looked after us really well, didn't they, Denny and um, Mac and Dave? Yeah, 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 they do. I mean, um, yeah. yeah. We always get well looked after. The, um, yeah, yeah. They know what football fans want and, and they cater for that. And, yeah, it's always a good deal. It was a really good deal. They did a really good job. Um, quite, quite... Quite a smooth trip down, really, wasn't it? Apart from the uh, 
Apart from the fire alarm going off in the toilet, that was a bit of a bit of a shit show. But um, we'll uh, we'll we'll go over that. But um, two o'clock came, JJ. Team came out. One change. Was that about right? Um. Well, I, we were talking about the, the team on the way down, and, and I must admit, I, I thought up top would have been Akpom and uh, Fors from the start. Um, but you know that 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 wasn't that wasn't to be. But I think um, I think the rest of the team, um, well, the majority of the team, it picked itself. But I was surprised, a little bit surprised by um, Fry's admission because I thought he, he might be uh, match ready. Um, but there was there was talk on the bus about a bit of. Ground bus that wasn't it between um, between Fry and uh, the management. Yeah, I um I think the word knobhead was included and all that. Um, so I don't know what's happened, but um, the rumor was something's happened. We don't know. We'll never know. Um, but uh, yeah, Fry was obviously left on the bench again. Um, I say we it was, it was just a one change. It was it was it was pretty much what I expected. I would I like you like I'm like you JD. I'd like to see Akpom. Um, probably start up front with force. I thought Akpom did enough in the first game. Um, obviously, we'll talk a little bit about Akpom uh, a little bit later on. But Jacob, you saw the team as we all did two o'clock in uh, West London. What did you think? Yeah, I was quite happy with it. I mean, I thought I thought we'd I thought we'd have won until it started. Yeah, and um, I was quite happy yeah, until the game started. Yeah, we won't we won't spoil that. You know, that's what that's well worth listening for that. Um, but. John, I'll come to you. Um, obviously, you were missing big miss on the day for us. Um, but you know, what did you think of the team at two o'clock? Yeah, John's uh, John's put himself on mute again. So, um, we'll oh. wait. Let's move back. He'll he'll right. sort he'll sort his noise out. He'll be absolutely fine. Um, but. Uh, I thought I think he was quite happy with the one change, which is really good. Um, but um, you know, yeah, let's let's go in the first half, shall we? Um, we started well. <laughs> we did start well. We had as a, as a couple of chances at the beginning of the game. We um, took the front foot, and then what were I don't I don't want to pin blame, but what were Dyke Steele and Jones doing for that first goal? Well, yeah, they were both uh, they were both weak, weren't they? You know, um, mm-hmm. yeah. The, the 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 hunger was that was was QPR's um, f- for the move for their their first goal. You know, J- Jones was robbed fairly cheaply. Dyke Steele's um, attempted uh, sort of preventative measures. They were weak mm-hmm. and. And, and and will it strode on and, and unleashed a, a brilliant uh, shot into the into the top corner, which uh, Stefan didn't have much of a chance with. To be honest, it wasn't his fault that one, but it was a it was a poor start. What was it? Less than quarter of an hour in, it, it was a poor start. Um, yeah, it was just over, was it just on the ten minute mark? Yeah, I think it was one that could have been avoided, but you know we give ourselves. Um, we give ourselves a difficult start, and and to be fair, it only got worse. Well, yeah, I mean, 
Jason Ford, obviously, I'll go on to that second goal. I mean, Wilder's mentioned, I mean, I'll go further into what he said after the game, obviously, a bit further on. But one comment he did say was, "It was you can see why Dyke Seals only had one yellow card in his whole time he's been here. And that was quite evident with that goal, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, do you know what? Sometimes you have to, as they say, take one for the team. And, 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 and that's what should have happened there. Um, that the, the move should have been stopped in its infancy rather than, you know, politely letting the guy past you and then he, he strides on to sort of uh, Willie at top corner. It, yeah, it should have been stopped. I mean, I was going to say to you then, Jacob, you know, what was your view at your end of the ground? But we were all quite near. I think, say, both of you two were quite, I think they were only about three, three or four rows in front of me um, yeah. in the middle of the stand. But, you know, what was your take on that first goal? <clears throat> Uh, you should have just halved him. Got a yellow card. They'd have got a free kick. You, 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 you never ever let someone skip past you like that and get to the edge of the box and go a shot away. You, you know, like John said, take one for the team. Even get yourself on a yellow card and then get defend the free kick. You should have halved him. That is a hell of a sin. <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. He, he should, have, he should have chopped him in half. It was, um, it was disappointing. It was so disappointing. It was just, it just made us look so weak. You know, we've been crying for other end of the pitch, and that just yeah set the that set the tone for the afternoon. Um, let's see if John's back with us. What did you think of the first goal? He still doesn't know. <laughs> but um, right, we'll come up the second goal. Keep us keep us shouting for a foul. I come to you, Jacob. Was that a foul? No. Easy, easy as that. No, I've, I've I've watched it back three or four times. I know Wilder keeps saying he got pushed from behind, but from the well, the highlights I've got on my phone, it there's not wrong with it in my opinion. I play in goal, and you've just you've just got to deal with it. There's always going to be a body next to you. You just keep your eye on the ball. You don't look who's around you. You just go for the ball. Yeah, that's exactly why I came straight to you. Obviously, being a keeper, I knew straight away you'd say no. It was. Quite frankly, it was pathetic. It was so weak and it was just... I mean, we had the perfect view where we were stood because obviously we were right on top of the, the net. And it just looked like he went for the ball, misjudged it, looked behind him for I've been nudged here. And I don't even know who scored their second goal. I, I, you know, it doesn't really matter. It was, it was just so weak. What was your thoughts, JD? Yeah, yeah. I've got no complaints about the goal, you know, because, like you say, the ball the ball comes uh, comes in, and you, you're not going to get a clean shot. I think you're not going to clean punch or a clean catch. You, you, you have some contact, and 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 that's exactly what was there. It, it, it's not as if Stefan isn't a, a, a thick set bloke, you know. He's he's tall, he's strong, but like I said, you said it there. He just misjudged it, and um, and as a result, uh, to save his embarrassment, uh, he, he claimed that he he was he was nudged. He might have been nudged, but like you say, you can't expect no contact when the ball is put in that area. Exactly, it, it says it all for me. How many people appeal for a foul? It was just yeah. 
Yeah, there was a chase chasing the referee, and the referee just was having none of it. He didn't even look over to his lines when he 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 just thought straight away, you know, um, ah, just go away, keep your mouth shut to go two 0 and 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 again, that was another dis- disappointing goal to concede. Um, QPR hadn't run as ragged. Nope, we we were two 0 down early on, all because of. Mistakes or weakness in 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 our sort of uh, in our individual players should have been stronger. Exactly, it was like you said there. It was individuals' mistakes. It wasn't it wasn't the whole team playing poorly. It wasn't like we started on the wrong foot, you know, on the back foot, and we looked bad. You know, we started well. You know, we 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 created the first clear chance of the game, and you know, we had their keeper under a lot of pressure in them first 10 minutes as well because we were playing that high press and Force and Watmore were on the keeper's kick every time. But if you can see the two goals we did, that was just really disappointing. And then it just, it just rounded it off for me, that third goal. It just, it was sloppy. There was no marking. It was just an easy header. And you just looked round and you just knew, didn't you? It was game over. Yeah, Steve, you're breaking up a little bit, but uh, I, I know I, I, I get the gist of what you were saying. You, yeah, we just lost you a little bit there, but um, yeah, um, third goal, you know, um, uh, a free kick into the box and uh, Dykes was the first to react, got on the end of it and um, 3-0, mountain to climb. And you thought, you know, that, that a lot of people just left to go for a pint then. And ah, I can't argue with that, you know. But, uh, yeah, we, we got ourselves back into it first half. Um, and obviously, they went in. They must have got a rocket off Wilder. Uh, and, and the second half was, was a different story. But you, you just cannot give teams uh, three soft, easy goals and expect to come away with something. Well, that's it. You know what I mean? It, it wasn't the case. I, I put my hands up. I was one of them people that went, sorry, I'm going for a pint. I did. Uh, and I, I did I did miss our, our first goal. Um, I've seen it back. Obviously, it was a great it was a great header from, from Crooksy. Um, but I still felt it was a bit too little, too late kind of thing. And though obviously, you know, went into the second half and what happened happened. It was, you know, it was a complete barrage for half an hour. But, you know, I'll come to you, Jacob. What did you think of Crooksy's goal, firstly? Um, I thought it papered over the cracks of how rubbish he played because I think he was absolutely rubbish. I like him, but every pass went out of play. He would only pass to Jones. He wouldn't pass to anyone else. And I, I don't... He did for, for me. He didn't seem very fit. He didn't. He seemed quite leggy in the first start. I mean, a couple of them I thought were like that as well. But mm. yeah, I mean, I don't think he played well at all. That's an interesting take. I mean, the leggy part. I completely agree with where you said he looked terrible because there was not many people that came out that first half with with many much credit at all. It was. It it was horrendous. It was absolutely horrendous. Um, 
see if John could give us an insight on what he thought in the first half. No, see. Um, but, um, you know, half, half time came, you know, it, the players were out pretty early for the second half. They were obviously giving a right bollocking. And and rightly so, because there was, I mean, how many of us were there on Saturday? Was it two and a half thousand travelled down to um, Loftus Road? About that, about that, wasn't it? Yeah. You know what I mean? That was, for, you know, we all paid upwards of, you know, 30 odd pounds. I know you didn't, Jacob, because you're only, you know, five. But, you know, we all paid 30 odd quid to watch that. And I, you know, it, it was just embarrassing. And, but second half, Jesus Christ, JD, we absolutely flew out the stalls. Yeah, yeah, we did. I mean, we, we give ourselves a slim chance uh, getting that goal back from Crooks. Good delivery again from, uh, from the corner. Um, and, you know, at 3 1, you're not out of it. Um, but yeah, they must have went in and had a, well, yeah, the, 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 must have had the air dry treatment and uh, he carried that on onto the pitch, didn't he? He, he got them in a hurry and um, you know, come out there. And we saw we saw a different butter second there. Um, you know, we 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 created a chance, we created the chances again, like decent balls into the danger areas, you know. Um their keeper made a great save in the first half, a fantastic save in the first half, and, and another one. In the second half, you know, was it from um, uh, Johnny Olsen's header, was it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then we, we, we get it back to 3-2 and we think this could happen because there was still 30-odd minutes of the game remaining. And you think, you know, we don't we don't really deserve it, but yeah, we, we'll take it if we can get back into this. But then it just sort of petered out after that. We, we were we were bang on top of three two and then it just, just suddenly petered out and and QPR were doing their um, game management going down individuals going down getting treatment breaking the floor of the game and like I say we just never managed to get uh, to get the scoreline back to level terms. You know you know when the game started leveling out again when I came back up from a pint I I said to Pete I was downstairs with Pete at half time and I said. We get back to 3-2, I'll fly back up there. Go back to 3-2. I flew back in the stands and now it happened. Absolutely nothing happened, so I take full responsibility for uh, for that second half. But um, I said, like you said, JT, we, we still had them chances. To, you know, Another highlight again was the balls in from Ryan Giles. Ryan yeah. Giles was, was flying them balls in. And this time, there was someone on the end of them. It's just unfortunate we couldn't hit the target with any of them. Yeah, that's right. I mean, we did get obviously get the ball, but that was rolled out for offside. But um, but yeah, I mean, Marcus Force uh, got his um, got his first goal for us uh, on his debut. Um, and 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 again, we we saw other chances for begging. Um, but overall. We just give ourselves too much to do. Um, I, I'd love to have. I'd love to have been uh, in the dressing room to hear what Wilder had to say about that. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was good to. Hear, it was good to see that you know Force got his first goal. You know, there's there's nothing worse than a striker coming to a new club and waiting game 
after game after game to get that, you know, to get off the mark and for him to get that goal as well. And Jacob, that goal, it was a proper striker's goal as well, wasn't it? You know, ball played across a six yard box. He was there to put the ball in the net. Yeah, it was a good goal, well worked. Um, yeah, and I, I thought Akpom um, like brought a presence up front as well, something to hold the ball up as well. Because you look at like even the teams that went up last year, Bournemouth, Fulham, they've got Solanke, Moua, Mitrovic, people like them, Munez. They all have, they're not, not saying we should just go and sign a donkey that's dead tall because that's what we've done in the past and it hasn't worked. But, you, you know, we, we need someone with a bit of height and we can hold the ball up. It doesn't matter who you are. We need someone like that who can play it out wide and um, get in the box for the header. Well, that's it. I mean, we were saying it last week. You know, we we need strikers in the box that are going to be ready on the six-yard line as soon as them balls come in from Charles when they come in from Jones. And so even, even McNair was whipping them in, Housen was whipping them in. Anybody that got a chance, McGree was whipping them in. Anybody that got a chance to get the ball in the box, they did. And that's exactly what a striker craves, you know, service in the box. And it was just really frustrating we didn't have that bit of quality to finish a chance off because... Quite frankly, and you know, this is not being disrespectful to QPR. You know, you know, they got the win, fair play to them. We could have won that game in that second half. We had enough chances to get an equaliser and to push and get a winner. We were, we, were, we were that good in the second half at times, and I just thought, where was that in the first half? But um, you know, it was just, it was, um, yeah, it was frustrating. It was really frustrating. Um, I think we mentioned a few times last year, didn't we, lads, that we didn't start games in the correct manner and I think that reared its ugly head especially again on Saturday Evening John Evening Guy <laughs> Yeah I mean Craig Johns uh, wrote in the Evening Gazette uh, yeah. called us like a Jekyll and Hyde side and, and that's that mm-hmm. that's spot on we are you know it it, it seems that um, we struggle to, to play for a full 90 minutes at the same tempo, at the same press, at the same um, positivity, you know, there this, 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 this seems to be times where we switch off and um, and concede, um, and it's it's really disappointing, and it's something that we must sort out. Otherwise, we're not going to get um, the outcome this season that all the fans want. Exactly, that's 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 the big worry now because we, you know, there was, you know, I said this on the way home before before I drank too much, um, that it doesn't matter how many strikers we go and buy, we can go and buy six or seven strikers between now and the end of August. It's not going to matter if you're going to defend the way we did because the way we defended on Saturday was an absolute was was disgraceful at times. You know, we just yeah. looked so disorganised. Yeah, and and. And sometimes, you know, um, the first line of defence, you know, is it, it can be your attackers or, and your midfield. And, and we struggled in the first half. Like I say, that first goal was was shocking, really. I know it was a good finish from Willett, but he 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 shouldn't have got he shouldn't have got into the position where he thought it's opened up for me. I'm gonna I'm gonna strike one. Um, it it should never have got that far. But um, however. Uh, it did, uh, and, and that was the start of our downfall in the first half. I, th- I, I don't know if you, you lads mentioned this earlier, but in the interview after the game, I think it was quite telling what Wilder said when he particularly picked Dykesdale out. And more or less, he said he should have snapped him. He said, 
that there's a reason why he's only had two yellow yeah. cards in two seasons. Sometimes, lads, you've, you've got to do what's right for the team and taking a yellow card for the team in that situation was the correct thing to do because he, he'd ran nearly half the length of the pitch. All right, from their point of view, it's a cracking goal. From ours, it's abysmal. The third one, the ball in the box, out bowlers, Mark and Dykes, I have no idea, but that's abysmal as well. It's communication, which you mentioned again a few times last season. It needs sorting out and it needs sorting out quick. I mean, who said John wasn't listening? Yeah. I was exactly. always listening, lads. And then to, to compound it, we lose, well, we lose Lenahan for a game. Yeah, okay, he, might, he may have already sat out Wednesday's game against Barnsley. So, so really, it's a, it's a cheap red. But, you know, we, we finished the game with 10 men, which, which, you know, which is disappointing. Well, well, that's it, isn't it? You know, like you said, it is, it is a cheap game to miss. But when you haven't won your first two games, you've got one point out of six. A cup game like Wednesday is the perfect opportunity to get a, a confidence-boosting win, play as strong a team as possible, get some confidence in the lads and push on into obviously, the game on Sunday. But now we're having to... There's Obviously, there was a bit in the Gazette tonight uh, you know, there's a bit of a dilemma now for Wilder. Who's he put in the back? You know, does he bring Fry back in? You know, does Mac just put slot back in there? Does Tommy Smith come in? You know, he did he did quite well when he came on for his 20 minutes um cameo at the end. You know, he he he, he was quite solid at the back. I had no complaints. You know, he, I mean, one thing I will say about the red card, Smith was poleaxed on the floor and he was knocked out pretty much. Uh head injury. If it's a head injury, isn't the referee supposed to stop it? Supposed to, yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, I mean, I could be just picking, you know, you know, clutching straws, but you know what I mean. He's on the floor while the you know the player that got wiped out by Lenahan's been treated. So is Tommy Smith. Tommy Smith was on the floor for a good few minutes, and you know nothing was nothing was said about it. The referee just went, "Oh yeah, you know, sorry, him out, it's all right." But is it, it? It it wouldn't have made much difference. Obviously, it was getting towards the end of the year. Uh, Stockwich time, it was a, uh, you know, we, we, we knew what was going to happen, you know, it, the damage was done for me. We weren't going to get that equaliser. I don't care how long we played the extra time. We weren't going to, we weren't going to equalise, unfortunately. But, um, uh, but I'll start with you then, Jacob. Obviously, I know it was tough for the first half, but, you know, decent second half. Who was, who was your standout player? Who was your man of the match? Uh, Giles. He's the only one that, um, got it right every time. So even in the first half, he was the only one where you think, why aren't we playing to him a bit more when Jones is having a bad game, but we keep trying to persevere down the right because it worked for us last year. But we've got someone just as good, if not better, in my opinion, on the left. So I think we need to balance out a bit more against him. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. There was times in that game where Jones just wasn't taking his man on. And I think that infuriated the fans a little bit more than you know we should have been. Or that we were already, I suppose. JD, who was your man of the match? Uh, I, um, I just thought whether it was the the, the, the bollock and they got at half time, or whether it was his introduction, um, replacing what more. He, he just he seemed to take the, take the ball and and move it on with his back to goal. He, he was. Um, he was linking play very, very well, and he was getting himself into dangerous, dangerous areas. He was giving their defenders something to think about, which uh, I don't think Watmore did. You know, he, he, he was 
another one who was a little bit light. He was a bit lightweight on Saturday. Um, so f for his 45 minutes of, of, of good work, uh, yeah, I, I, I would choose Akpom. Yeah. Um, John, do you have a man of the match? Giles for me. I thought he was head and shoulders every, over every other player we had. And like John said, probably second closest to that, you'd have to say Akpom who came on off the bench. Yeah, I, I, I'd agree with that. My, my man of the match was, was Akpom. You know, he had that presence about him to... There was even times where, you know, the runs weren't happening near the side of him, but he kept the ball and he kept it alive and he still then found that pass and he just, you know, he, he was he was good. For for someone that was completely out in the cold three, four weeks ago, a player that, you know, the manager just didn't fancy at all, didn't want to bring in the team at all. He's, all of a sudden, he's now posing the question, do we keep hold of him now? Or, you know, do we wait for that bid? For me, you know, I, I, this is what I want to move on to before I move on to the other games that we've got coming this week. What do you lads think? I'll start with you, Jay, but would you keep Akpom now? Yeah, I would. I'm not saying I want him to play every game because I'm not, you know, football fans are very, like, fickle, change of mind a lot all the time. And, you know, we all thought he was garbage two or three weeks ago until he played all right against West Brom and then played very well against QPR. I said, well, I did anyway. So I'm not going to sit here and say, yeah, I want to start every game for us. But the way he's played in the last two games, if he can match that or a bit worse than that, he can be good back up and start some time for me. JD, what's your opinion? Yeah or nay? Um, no, no. I, I know I've just given my man of the match. Um, but if we have proper promotion ambition then Akpom doesn't have the um, the goals in him to 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 fulfil that ambition for us okay if Wilder decides to sort of stick with him as um, as an introduction player from the bench then fine but we have what more to do that, and I think what more is a great impact. So, so yes, he offers something different to what more. Um, what more is more of a, a busy player, um, chases down everything. Akpom isn't like that, um, but the pair of them are not sort of first choice for me. If if it was up to me, you know, um, but would would I keep him? I don't think I would know. I, I, I'm trying to set my um, I'm trying to set my sights a little bit higher. Fair enough. John, would you keep him? No. Um, I think we're in a position where people are saying that they keep him because we're desperate for forwards. We haven't brought them forwards in yet. Will he score more goals than Spora did last season? In my opinion, he's not as good as Spora. And I don't think Spora was good enough for us either. So for that reason and that reason alone, I'm going to say I wouldn't keep him. I'd, I'd get rid as well. I honestly thought you were going to say, for that reason, I'm out. Slagging <laughs> <laughs> Ken. He, he has just... been most of this podcast, hasn't he? <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> but that's what I was waiting for. He said, for that reason and that reason, I was like, he's going to say, I'm out. Yeah. I was waiting for it. But and yeah. For me, he won't, he, won't, he won't score more than eight goals, so... 
I think we can do better and we need to be, like John said, if we're aspiring for promotion, which we're all talking about, then I think we need someone who's a better goal scorer than him. Let's hope he proves us all wrong. Yeah, I'd have oh, to. Yeah, wrong. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, if that happens, John, I'd be over the moon. Um, sure. But from what I've seen, it's uh, it's not likely. No, I agree with you. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with that. I, I, you know, sorry, Jacob, you're outnumbered on this one. Uh, it was a, it, it was it's yeah it's a, it's a, I'm out. Uh, it's 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 not the regular goal scorer or you know contributor that we need up front. I just think he's a bit too hit and miss. And if we if we're aspiring to be a Premier League club next season, that's you know we need to be finding a couple of players that are going to contribute ten to fifteen goals and assists. You know, for the season combined, you know, the, we can't we can't rely on six or seven goals again. So yeah, yeah, it's a no for me. Well, we, we, obviously, we know forty six games and cup games added on top of that. It's it's a hectic, busy mm-hmm. schedule. So if Wilder wants to wants to stick with him, um, to to, to give us more choice, um as and when injuries and suspensions take their toll, then that's fine. But um, like I said, I'm I'm hoping that we set our sights a little bit higher. Yeah, I'd I'd agree with that. It's, you know, we've got to be ambitious now. I think we've got to that stage where we have to be a little bit ambitious. So, yeah, not not for me. But, um, yeah, I mean, on the, on the, Subject of transfers, obviously, you know, it's getting to what, you know, we've got th- three weeks, three weeks left. I'm going to go with that. That seems about right. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of frustration coming out now, you know, from the from the fans. Obviously, you know, we've had Spence go, we've had Tav go. Uh, I think Uche has had a bit accepted for him this afternoon from, I'm not going to try and say the name of the club, so don't even ask me. Um Somewhere in Turkey, I think. Um, but you know, he's he's got a deal to go. Are, are we? You know, I know Sonny Sonny Finch signed his first professional contract. He was on the bench on Saturday. You know, massive fan of that. You know, I thought you know he's, he's done well in preseason. I thought he was a solid addition. But we really are light on legs now, aren't we? I, I, well, I yeah, mean, I mean, I mean well, you know, we, we, you know. How far can we go? Sorry, sorry, how far can we go now? Before we say right, we really do have to start. And I, I understand they're probably going hundred miles an hour to try and get people in, but we've really got to start doubling the efforts a little bit now, haven't we? Well, I, I, I think we have, but um, in the past we've we've probably been. Uh, We've been poor in in the negotiations, and and we've probably ended up paying over the odds um, for players against against um, the, the the valuations that we set. Yeah. I, I'm quite happy that we're sticking to our guns. Um, if I'm honest, um, if we if we value a player at such a price, then. Within reason, you know, we should more or less stick to that price and and, and not be uh, held to ransom. Um, it is frustrating. Don't get me wrong. I mean, 
everybody would like the players to be in before the season even started. But we're not alone in, in this. You know, there's, there's lots of other clubs who are um, chasing targets who they've been chasing for weeks and, and haven't got them over the line. Um, yes, it's frustrating, and and I, and I can and I can understand uh, fans going on social media and and blaming all and sundry at the club not getting it done. But you know, I'd I'd rather we stick to our guns and and, and not um, not be held to ransom because we've got a bit of cash off two big money outgoing transfers. No, no, you're absolutely right. I say I'm just. I'm obviously playing devil's advocate. You know, you've got to look at both sides. You know, you know, pick, you know. I asked the question tonight. You know, who does you know? You know, where, where would you start looking to? You know, where would you sharpen up? Is it the recruitment team? Is it the people behind them? You know, is it just clubs asking for too much? Obviously, you know, we've got the situation with uh, Jorgen Strand Larsen. You know, he, he didn't say it in his interview after his game um, at the weekends, which I think he scored in. If you correct me if I'm wrong. Um, but he gave the old diplomatic answer of, I'm just focusing on my next game, which big brackets means I wouldn't mind playing somewhere else because I've already said I wouldn't mind scoring goals in England and Italy, but I don't want to piss the team off that I'm currently with. Does that sound about right? Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it would have been silly of him to um, to come out and say yes, I want to. I want to leave this club because it's just not the right thing to do. We would hate it if our player said that. Um, so yeah, you're right. He was very diplomatic, but reading between the lines, he wants to progress to a division that he thinks um, will give him greater opportunity to, to eventually reach his goal of, of playing Premier League football uh, or top flight football in whatever country he ends up in um, and he sees the championship as more competitive than the Eredivisie so we'll see see what happens no you're absolutely right it was you know he's that's he, exactly how I read it um, I say you know he's, he's from a country where you know strikers are a, a very popular thing at the moment obviously one made a very big impact in the Premier League yesterday in his, his Premier League debut Um you know he's he's played alongside him as well, so he's he's got decent numbers for Norway. He's got good numbers for Groningen. I mean, when we're talking about ambition, that's the sort of ambition we've got to be looking at, isn't it? You know, I know it's obviously he hasn't done it at this level. He hasn't been to England, but he's got some promise about him, hasn't he? Well, the thing is, we're we're looking at the right age, aren't we? You know, he's twenty-two. Um... He's ambitious. He he wants to progress. He, he wants to play at a higher level to test himself. Every transfer is a gamble. And that's why we are not, and I think quite rightly, not willing to pay any price to get him here. We value him at a certain amount and we're going to stick to that. Um, and if the transfer comes off, great. If it doesn't, I just hope that we have other targets um, just as good um, waiting to be done Yeah, I'd agree with that um, John, what's your take on the whole situation? Yeah, I think that there's no doubt that he'd be happy to move to this club he sees it as a progression in his career of eventually playing for Liverpool in the Premier League I think he said 
But if he comes here and eventually does play for Premier League, it means he's been successful at this club and the model that Scott and Gibson are now trying to implement, which is similar to Norwich, will be working. So we're buying players, like John said, at the right age, players who've got obviously something about them but need to go at the next level. Let's hope they can do that here, whoever it is that we bring in. Exactly. Well, it looks it looks like that uh, Hopper deal is close to finalising. Um is it Hopper? Is it Hoppy? I don't know. What is it? I don't know. Hopper. I'd... We were singing. We were singing Hoppy on the bus. I don't. I can't remember. Um, I don't know. But no, it, I anyway, it, it looks like that one is eventually going to get over the line. Um, and again, a twenty-one-year-old striker hasn't got the best goal scoring record, but um, you just sometimes have to trust the recruitment, don't you? Um, I mean, Kieran Scott's got a decent record in in finding uh, hidden gems, so we hope that he can do it at this club. One thing you can say about him, I know he hasn't scored many goals in his past, but didn't he score three for Schalke against Hoffenheim or the other way around? And I'm sure that's a derby game, so he knows how to score in big games. Yeah, he did. Yeah, I can't remember which way around. I think it was for Schalke, because I think Schalke did... Um, let him go to um, Real Mallorca so you know he, he just, he just he, exactly he knows how to score in, um, especially in a game that big it's obviously um, so yeah he's, you know he's, he's got he's got something about him um, obviously another Yank um, potentially just obviously waiting his work permit by the sounds of it which is a good thing I'll come to you Jacob obviously we discussed who we want to bring in striker wise who we should be looking at Um Obviously, you were with us for the chat with Wilder, the Q&A, a couple of weeks ago. What kind of striker would you like to see come into this club? You know, Is there a realistic name that you look at and think, I wouldn't mind him signing for my club? Uh, well, a couple of weeks ago, I wanted just to get, try and get Andy Vyman from Bristol. Because, you know, I think he, he, he could do a lot better than Bristol City. He's their main man. I don't know if he'd, I don't know if he'd come now, but a couple of weeks ago, I think he'd have been spot on for us. But... Um, no, I don't really have like anyone in particular, but I just think I'm not. I don't like to like necessarily like slag off the recruitment until the end of August. I think we've got to give them the the time period that they've got. And look, if we only end up signing one striker till the end of August, then we can have a go and say that's not good enough because it wouldn't be. But until the end of August, I'm not going to say anything negative about them. But like Wilder said, the window should shut when the season starts, and so now we wouldn't be waiting for all these. Other maybe like Premier League clubs to buy replacements so they can come on us. It's like the domino effect of other teams buying so they can sell to us. Yeah. Yeah. You're dead right. I mean, the fact that the season starts and, and, and we'll be a few games into the season and, and players can still leave. Yeah, your best players could possibly leave if an offer comes in or you can pinch other teams players. It it it, it just I know it's not going to change because obviously Sky Sky TV love this transfer day deadline hoo ha that they that, that that they have Jim Jim White in his yellow tie as an absolute field day and everybody laps it up. But I I agree with Chris Wilder. I would love the transfer business to be done before a ball is kicked at the start of the season. Yeah, I agree with that. It's um yeah. it's it, it seems wrong for me that you've got three weeks or four weeks after the season starts to 
basically, you know, outspends your 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 rival for for you know a player that you need. As I said, you should have that the squad that you have on the first day of the season. That's your squad. You know, that's that's it for me. But um, yeah, so it's, it's it's going to be an interesting few weeks. Obviously, we've um, you know. It's, it's no secret where we're looking for. Wilder's made no secrets about it. You know, he even mentions um, John's old saying in the old in his press conference. You know, he's, he's, he's a, he plays with a straight bat. You know, he, he, he doesn't just doesn't say any bullshit. He just says it is. You know, he admits to the bids for Larson. You know, hopefully the hopper hopper hoppy Matthews deal comes through. Um, you know, so hopefully that work permit's done by the weekend, and we uh, we have them in the squad because I think it'd be a good addition. So let's see what they do. I know there's a few Peterborough fans that are not happy with the recruitment or the director level of this club, but you know that we'll have that chat end of August properly because we'll have to obviously sum up what we've done. Um, so, but we'll we'll chat about that then. I want to move on to Barnsley now. Obviously. Only, uh, you know, a brief chat about Barnsley. You know, it's not the most important game of the season, but it could be important for momentum. JJ, I'll start with you. Um, do you want to give a shout out where we're going to be sitting Wednesday night? Yeah, yeah, block 84. Don't think there's many seats in there. And also, if anybody uh, who listens to this on Tuesday or Wednesday wants to join us in block 84 or as near as you can get to it, then feel free. Just want to try and it's not going to be a massive crowd, but we're just going to try and create some atmosphere. Exactly. You've got, I think the red faction are going. Is it blocks one and two? They're going, so they'll be at one end of the stand. We'll be at the end of the end. Hopefully, bring the noise together and and have a a decent atmosphere. But um, I'll say with you, JD, what changes would you make to to the team? Who would you bring in? Obviously, Lenahan's missing out. You know that's an enforced change. You know what kind of players would you bring into the squad? Um, well, I'd like to see a fairly strong team because I want us to win. I want us to progress. Um, Force was withdrawn on um, Saturday because he was looking tired. He, he he obviously got a little bit longer than he did against West Brom. So I would like to start with Force. Um, and Akpom. Uh, and th- there will be changes, obviously. We're not we're not gonna start with our first choice uh, eleven. Um but I'd like to see Fry come back in. Uh maybe Roberts in goal. Mm. Um so yeah, a few changes, but uh, I, I don't want sweeping changes. It's a game I'd like to win. I mean, there won't be sweeping changes. We're playing football, not curling, so we'll be all right there. Um, <laughs> but, Jacob, I'll come to you. What changes would you make? Obviously, obviously the enforced change we've already mentioned, but would you make many more? Yeah, I'd make a couple. Change the keeper, give Roberts a chance, see what he's about. Um I'll put Prime McNair in. I'd put Boyd Muntz in for Crooks. And I'd probably play Force and Akpom. I'll give Finch a go up from something like that. Got it in for Crooks tonight, haven't you? Just a bit. <laughs> uh, John, I'll come to you. What changes would you make? 
Yeah, I'd start Fry McNair, Tommy Smith. I'd give a start. Roberts, the goalkeeper, and uh, I, I probably would shot um, Boy Bunsen as well and see what he's about. I think you need to give Akpom some minutes, so you're going to start him. And Force needs to up his fitness, so I'd start him as well. Yeah, I I agree with that. Mate. Don't make too many changes. You don't want to you don't want to upset the balance of the the squad. I know I know obviously we had that poor first half on Saturday, but. We looked pretty set with what we had, you know, but there was there was partnerships starting to build and things in the second half, so I wouldn't make too many changes. But I'll stay with you, John. Prediction for Wednesday night. Yeah, penalties. Wow. <laughs> Are you picking a winner? Yeah, we're obviously we're gonna win. <laughs> you just said penalties, so you know, there was always that oh, doubt. We don't miss in penalty shootouts. We saw that at Old Trafford last year. Yeah, but we, I also saw a son longer nearly hit my seat uh, against Crew. So, you know, swings and roundabouts. Yeah. Nice penalty shootout win after a nil-nil draw. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> JJ? Uh, you're, selling this, you're selling this game well. I know. Um, I, yeah, like I said earlier, I want us to progress. Uh, and I hope that we can... Um, you know, we can get our first win and just steady, steady things down. There's a few murmurings on social media about the way we started. So let's get ourselves a comfortable 2 0 win. Um, so I'll go for that. Can you give me a scorer? Uh, fours again and um, McNair. There you go. I didn't ask John for his because he went for nil nil. So before you already asked. Um, Jacob, come to you. Score uh, prediction. 3 0. One a clean sheet, most importantly. Um, House and Force and Akpom score. There you go. And if we had a nice little uh, sponsor, I'd give you a House and 3 0 special. But uh, we don't. So, you know, <laughs> <laughs> got your local book and find out. Um, right, we'll move on to Sunday. Sunday is a big game. Obviously, before Sunday, I will have um, the second the second instalment of my new little feature. I hope you'd like the uh, I hope you like the first episode of what I did, uh, the opposition view. Um, uh, I will say a big thanks to Dan Bennett for for coming on from West London Sport. It was a really good chat actually. Um, but we're gonna we're gonna get someone lined up from um, Sheffield United um, to have a chat with um, JD. What are you expecting for Sunday? Is Sunday Already must win. No, no, it's not. Um, but obviously, I would like us to win. Uh, and, and I think, from a fan's point of view, if we don't win, you're looking at two points out of nine, or, or worse, one point out of nine. Not a good start. So, um, I wouldn't say it's must win, but um, it. it it's important that we play well um, and play well during both halves. Uh, but but I'm confident we'll get it right. I really am. There you go. Yeah, nice nice confidence boosting speech. I like that. I like that. to get us started. I like that. Jacob, you know, I'll I'll come to you. I, I've, I I'm going to go completely opposite. I think it is must win. All it really is. I can't. If we draw or lose that game on Sunday, you know the murmurs are going to get even louder, and 
I can't be asked with the chew. I can't. You know, what's your opinion on it? Um, no, I don't think it's must win. It's the only the third game of the season. You know, you saw with Forest, they lost the first four. It's, it's still possible after, even if we lose the first five, it's, it's still possible to get goal. But I just want to see some stability, consistency, and some good football. You know, I can take losing to the better team, but we lost to the worst team on Saturday in the game because of our mistakes. But if we play well and we stay solid, I think we can win definitely. Yeah, I mean, I just want to put a, a, a little um, claim in there. Jacob doesn't want us to lose the first five games. He's just pointing that no, no. sample out. You know, I, I really don't. <laughs> so, you know, I, but I see where you're coming from. Um, John, I'll come to you. I'll start. Obviously, we'll start looking at the team. Obviously, Lenahan will be back in, um, in contention. Oh, might even have a couple of signings coming in. You know, what changes would you start looking at? For me, Fry comes back into that team all day long. And I think Fry and McNair are two definite starters. And then you look at the other centre half to be either Dyke Steele or Lenehan. Now, for me, Wilder's brought Lenehan in, so I think it's more than likely going to be him. So I think we've got to start playing them and we've got to build up a relationship together. I don't think it's must win. I think Wilder said when we were at the Q&A last week, when he was at Sheffield United, they lost the first four games and still ended up with over 100 points. So I think people don't need to get too carried away whether we had a good start or a poor start. It's early doors in the season. Let's see who we bring in and let's see how it goes on from there. No team particularly scares me in this division. Mm. I think our starting 11 is quite strong, apart from maybe we're missing a forward. I'm looking forward to Sunday and I think it's a game we can win and I expect us to win. I mean, there's only one team that scares me. It's Watford. Did you see Sars' goal? Can't tell yeah. you. It was good. Halfway half line. Yeah. But, you know, West Brom played better than them overall. Exactly. So, you know, that's the only team that bothers me in this league. So, um, but you're absolutely right. Um, John, I'll stay with you then. You expect to win. Yeah. What's the score going to be then? I'm going to go 2-0 on Sunday and a double for fours. There you go. Falls in 2-0, 28-1. There you go. Uh, <laughs> uh, JD? 2-1. Um, to us. I, I, I'm like John. I'm, I am looking forward to it. Uh, it's, it, it will be tough. You, you know, we, we saw, we saw um, how good Sheffield United were uh, Last season, um, a late, a late soft surge got them into the playoffs, and um, you know, obviously the lost out to Forest. Yeah, but it's going to be a tough game. But I expect us to win two one. Goal scorer. Uh, <laughs> Isaiah Jones, uh-huh. and. Ryan Giles. Oh, there you go. Just out the thin air, that's. A bit like, a bit like his crosses. Hopefully, someone does pluck him out of thin air and we can get some goals on Sunday. But um, you know, we'll, we'll try and offer you a, a full back special on that one. Um, Jacob, we'll come to you. One nil. I think we'll just nick it. I mean, we'll both play similar formations, so I think we'll cancel each other out for a lot of the game, and it. I don't think it'll be a good game, actually. I think it'll be scrappy, but I think we'll nick it at the end. 
There you go. If you haven't bought your ticket, don't bother. Jacob says it won't be a good game. Um, cracking. So, I, I, at least he thinks he'll win. So, there you go. Um, I think 2 0. I think Housing will get the first as well. So, I don't know who will get the second. I don't care. Just a second goal will do really nice. Uh, but a clean sheet. I think a clean sheet's massive now. Um, you know, we should have had one against West Brom. Um, obviously, Saturday was just a disaster. So, he needs a clean sheet sooner rather than later, Stefan. Because um, it's the way you can see that second goal on Saturday. There's a few eyebrows were raised, you know, around the away end. So, but I fancy this win 2-0. I think it'll be a good, a good home win. And it'll be our first win of the season in the league. So, um, did I say a Barnsley score, by the way? Yeah, you did, didn't you? I don't know. There you go. Listen back if and so find out if I did. I don't know. Um, well, that's well, it again. Let's see if you give the same score as you did five minutes ago. <laughs> Ed's gone. Ed's gone. Um, but and on that cheerful note, I think it's time to to, <laughs> to pack it up. Um, boys, thank you very much for popping on. Um, and China, it's been a good start of the week chat. I'm enjoying these Monday nights. You know, I prefer these. It's they're much better. Um, Jacob, good debut for the season. Well done. Mm. Uh, really good to have you on, as always. Good. Um, thank you for contributing. Thank you for liking, listening, subscribing, commenting. And, uh, yeah, we'll meet again next week. Arriva Dirty, up the borough. Pray for a win in the cup and a win in the league. See you later. See you in block 84, up the borough.